A fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we're joined by Maria and Nadia, two student ambassadors that are studying here at Liu. We're here today to give you lots of tips on how to keep your student budget, as well as share our experiences here in Sweden. My name is Rebecca, and let's start the Fika. Welcome, Nadia and Maria. Are you excited? Yeah, yes. thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> So our topic today is tips and tricks on how to keep your student budget, because Sweden is famously known for being quite an expensive country. Do you keep your budget in mind a lot? I'll start with you, Nadia. Yes, I really keep <laughs> my budget and I always review it uh somehow uh, every month like the monthly budget uh, how much money that I spend and things like that because I'm basically from Indonesia and the currency is quite um, different so I need to be really mindful about that uh, yeah what about you Maria it is the same uh, uh, for me as well, uh, more or less. I'm coming from Greece and uh, using a euro now, uh, using here as Swedish grounds, it has a big uh, difference also uh, on how expensive things are. And I am uh, working part-time and that means that I'm getting paid sometimes in budgets. So I really need to be mindful of how much money I spent uh, during the month because it can really uh, be different from month to month. Yeah, for me, I'm from Portugal and it's fairly similar as well because in Portugal we use the euro and here it's crowns. And so I do tend to keep in mind how much money I have to convert every month to spend here. So it's very important to have a budget. And I think that's also very helpful if you want to, you know, buy something nice at the end of the year so you have some leftover money. But moving on to the tips and tricks, which is the topic of today, we're going to start with um, accommodation. So accommodation is obviously the thing that you're going to probably spend most money on. Um, where do you live, Nadia? Uh, I live in Corridor. Uh, so it's uh, like a corridor room. I live uh, together with other six um students uh, of Linköping University also. Uh, yeah, and generally I think it's way cheaper than the studio for sure, but I'm really um, enjoyed live here, especially during the COVID. I can say that uh, they are pretty much, I mean, we are really support each other. So I never feel so alone by myself here. <laughs> Yeah, I live in a corridor room as well. And for, as far as I know, it's one of the cheapest options. And I think it's great to live in the community. But what about you, Maria? Where do you live? I have a little bit a different situation, actually. I'm living in a studio apartment or uh, how it is called here in Sweden, uh, one room apartment, which means that in one space I have uh, the kitchen um, and also, uh, of course, the, um, my own uh, bathroom. Um, and then uh, the reason why I chose for this uh, type of accommodation is because I have a pet. And something to keep in mind is that uh, in the corridors, pets are not allowed. So that was the best options I could get. And uh, something to mention about accommodation 
accommodation is that it can be a big difference when there is um, um, apartments with uh, in a new construction building and when the building is a bit older. Uh, because uh, at the moment I'm living in a new construction and that generally is a little bit more expensive. But of course, that's always a choice to make. Yeah, for sure. I have a friend who does live in a corridor room as well, but just as you mentioned, because it's a new building, it's actually more expensive. And one thing, because we don't actually have uh, a shared home, but some people also live in a private accommodation and so they share an apartment. So they have their individual rooms, um, and, but they live in an apartment instead of a corridor. So in a corridor, you have more people. But generally, the general rule of thumb is that if you share your accommodation somehow, it tends to be a little bit cheaper. Okay, but I think that is enough for accommodation. Probably uh, um, the thing that varies the most from month to month is probably how much you spend on groceries and food um, because rent is a fixed amount every month mostly. So... I would like to know how do you plan your food and your meals and your trips to the supermarket? It's so complicated. Let's start with Maria. Supermarket actually is something that I really enjoy uh, going to because I cook a lot and I cook at home. So that helps me a lot uh, to keep to keep my uh, meal planning uh, on a budget. And something that I like in Sweden is that uh, in the supermarket, there are many choices and many offers, even though the prices are a little bit more expensive. But at the same time, uh, the more you get to know uh, the system of each supermarket, then you can have better deals on things. Also, uh, something else that I like a lot is what we call red labels. So when some uh, products are, for example, expiring maybe very soon, like in a week or a few days, then uh, in the supermarket you can have a sticker that uh, it says that it's reduced. And sometimes it can be 50% off, 30% off. So if you're planning to make a meal and then you want to cook that as soon as possible, then that can save you a lot of money. And something to mention is that uh, in the Link Shopping University, there are rooms with a microwave. So it's super easy if you prepare some food from home, then to take it to the university and then to warm it there. So to avoid to eat uh, from a cafeteria or a restaurant. Yes, definitely. Uh, bringing your food from home is a very good tip to save some money, especially when you have classes in the morning and in the afternoon on campus. But I heard from you, Nadia, that you have mm -hmm. been uh, mushroom picking in the forest. How does that work? Yeah, it's very <laughs> exciting. And it's actually my first time. Uh, I mean, this is this is my first time living abroad. And then I heard uh, from my boyfriend that it's very good uh, also to try to do it like uh, mushroom picking and things like that. So yeah, I asked my lectures because you need to be a little bit careful whether <laughs> which one that you can pick and which one that you can eat. So I'm pretty much um, need to be sure about it. And I also need to use uh, application somehow to check is it eatable or not. And yeah, and it's, it's, it's really helpful for autumn. I have a lot of, I mean, I have a variety of mushroom. I even actually think to join with one of the mushroom group here. So there is a local mushroom group that you can just join and then you can go together with them and just picking. And I mean, the local know better than me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's also a great way to save money because 
what is um, outside in uh, in not private property, obviously, don't jump into people's yeah. yards. <laughs> um, but that is uh, something that is free. And actually, uh, on campus next to student who said there is a little field with fruit trees that you're allowed to pick. So that is also some way to save money, because that way you're not spending the money on those apples. But one thing that I wanted to ask is actually about how you plan your trips to the supermarket, because I personally always try to have a list and only go to the supermarket to buy the things on my list. And I think that's very important. But how do you do it, Maria? Yeah, uh, for me, it's a little bit of both, actually, uh, because uh, as I said before, I like cooking. So I try to every week uh, make uh, certain recipes to keep my budget uh, as uh, much low as possible. But at the same time, uh, if I find some special offers and then I could uh, sort of change my plan so that I can make it also more uh, budget friendly, then that's also okay uh, for me. Um, So I, I try to combine, to be honest. That's very good. What about you, Nadia? Yeah, I have uh, actually same similar way as Maria. So uh, I always try to check it what kind of food that I want to eat next week and just make it a little bit like a simple list uh, on my phone. So while I go for shopping, uh, I mean groceries, I always check it. So I will not buy anything outside from it. Well, in case if there is any discount for sure, I will choose it. But other than that, I will just stick on my plan. Yeah, that's very good. What about eating outside of the home? So eating out, we know that it's a bit more expensive here in Sweden, but do you try to control how many times you eat out? Do you set a limit for yourself? How do you do it, Nadia? Uh, Honestly, I just, um, maybe since I arrived here, it just maybe twice for me eat outside. And it just, um, I mean, it's in the Asian restaurant that somehow I feel like I, I really miss uh, kind of like a taste of home. So I eat there. But the rest, I always just bring my food. And we have a lot of park here that you can just sit down and just eat. So yeah, it's also great. So yeah, I never leave it. But yeah, it just happened to me like that. What about you, Maria? It is the same uh, for me. Uh, I try to uh, reduce the times that I'm eating out. Uh, of course, sometimes uh, we cannot avoid it because it's also part of uh, socializing. Uh, but I'm more comfortable with eating at home or cooking all together. And something that I really like about student life here in Sweden is that it's very popular uh, to cook all together. And there are some uh, dinner parties, for example, that I have been to the past with other friends that either we cook something from our home country and then we bring the food that we made and then we can exchange. So everybody cooks something and we bring it to the party, to the dinner party. And then in this way, we all save money, but at the same time, we try from different cultures. And that's really amazing, I think. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think that's an amazing way to make it a bit more homely, but also to save some money. But if you uh, want to still go out with friends, a great way is to, instead of going out for dinner, you can actually go out for fika, which is a little bit less expensive than a full-on meal. So that could also be a little trick. If you still want to go out and have that feeling of, I'm going out with my friends and hanging out, um, that's a great way to do that as well. 
And one last thing to finish off the food and supermarket section is um, don't forget to recycle your pant. So bottles um, here in Sweden have a little uh, cost attached to them, which is to incentivate people to recycle. And if you return them to uh, most supermarkets, I believe, have a return uh, section, you can actually get some of that money back. So don't throw away your plastic bottles. All right, so moving on to other things that we might need in our life here in Linköping. You might need some furniture, some clothes or something else. And a great way to do this is secondhand shops, which I personally love. But I want to hear your opinion first, Maria. Yeah, actually, uh, this is a very cool idea and it's very popular in Sweden, uh, which is a bit different from my home country, uh, Greece, that we don't do that so often. So when I arrived here in Sweden, I was really amazed that it's possible to visit many second hands and uh, there are many locations in the city center and also a little bit outside uh, uh, link shopping in an area uh, which is called Tornby. Um the university also uh, has a second-hand uh, shop where former students can uh, drop off their maybe furniture that they don't need or anything that they don't need, and then new students can pick them up. Um, there are also some Facebook groups uh, of Lea Markets, uh, Buy and Sell, um, and of course, the Facebook Marketplace. These are all great ideas. It's quite safe. I have been doing it uh, a lot um, uh, here in Link Shopping and also from other cities sometimes. So I think it's totally worth it. I want to know what is your best uh, thrift shopping find? I'm curious. For me, I think um, I have bought a lot of stuff, not from a thrift store, but uh, from uh, marketplace. So I have bought so many cheap stuff, uh, like my couch, um, my bed was for free because the family was giving it away for free. So oh, wow. um, a lot of things, a lot of things that I have found in this way. So I wouldn't say that it's a store. I think it was uh, mostly buying from other students or families that they want to get rid of some of their old stuff. What about you, Nadia? What's your favorite secondhand shop? My favorite secondhand shop is Thornby um, store. I don't know. I, I forgot the name, but it's the one place in Thornby that... Uh, they so if you want to buy it is per kilogram and they will put it on the weight and then after that they will let you know uh, how much is it and they also have a discount for students so it's just perfect for everything and they have a variant of uh, vision i mean you know uh, clothes and uh, shirt and coats and everything and in the beginning, actually, I already heard a lot about secondhand. I'm, I'm, so I'm not pretty much surprised of of that. But I, so that's why I'm not. I didn't bring a lot of coat, like you know, like a heavy winter coat uh, from my country because I believe maybe in secondhand there will be some. <laughs> and yeah, when I arrive, I'm just like, oh my god, this is really health helped me a lot to to save my money just just buy everything from secondhand and it's very cheap and yeah of course like maria said the facebook flea market or buy and sell is really helpful and the quality is always be i mean you need to check it uh, pretty much attention of it but it's really helpful for everything mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's great. I have personally, I think, been to at least six different shops. There's a lot of them. And some of them are like warehouses. They're really big and they have beds and furniture. And one of them even even had an accordion, which my friend was very, very tempted to buy. Um, but I think it's an amazing culture. And I'm so, so happy that it's uh, a lot more uh, common here in Sweden than back in Portugal, where I'm from. All right, but you did mention that some of the student, um, sorry, some of the secondhand shops have student discounts, and yep. there's other places that have student discounts as well. Maria, could you tell me something about this? Yeah, actually, something great that uh, we get uh, from Link Shopping University uh, is the Mekenat card. Um, there, it means that um, uh, there is some discount, especially with uh, transportation, uh, trains, for example, or uh, buses. And the um, student discount, actually, it's quite uh, great because I have been traveling a lot in Sweden and I felt that it becomes uh, more cheap. Um, and that gives me, of course, the possibility to travel even more uh, because then I can uh, stay on the budget. And apart from uh, these um, discounts on uh, transportation, there are also some discounts, suggested discounts on other items, such as uh, computers, technology, uh, phone bills. So um, when you have make an app card, you have an app also, and then you can check there what are the offers. Of course, there is an um, age limit. Uh, so if you are above uh, 25, some of the youth discounts um, are not um, allowed, let's say, but uh, there's a lot that you can get from that card anyway. Yes, that's very true. And there's also some places where if you are under 25 years of age, you can get discounts. So definitely keep an eye out on that. Um, and another place that also has this youth discount, which is um, what I just mentioned about the age, are um, public transports. So the bus system here uh, in Linköping has this discount uh, for under 25s, but also for students overall. So now that we're talking about transportation and how to get around, what is the best way to get around in your opinion, Nadia? Bikes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so the first uh, thing that you need to do when you arrive here is to buy or to have bikes because it's really, I mean, bicycle is always really helpful for for everything uh, i mean from me uh because i'm from outdoor and sustainability ed uh, education my program uh require me to move a lot um to go to forest and things like that and bikes is just like yeah it's really helpful for me and it's cost efficient for sure and low maintenance somehow so yeah and what about the bus system did you use it when you first got here what was your impression Mm, for the bus, uh, yeah, for the first time I uh, I use it, but I'm not really use it uh, a lot actually because from my place uh, in Reed, if I want to go to the city, I can also go for walk. I mean, yeah, as a workout a little bit, and yeah, it's, it's still nice. But yeah, also also the bus is very good um, to to use if you want to going around the city or to go somewhere a little bit far from your place. And like what you said before, uh, Rebecca, that they also give a discount for students. So yeah, it's very nice. What about you, Maria? How do you get around Linköping? 
I agree with Nadia, actually. I have a bike and I prefer it the most. Um, I think that buses are okay because Link Shopping City is very well connected with buses and you can go pretty much everywhere in a few minutes. Um, I would say that for the distance uh, um, you can uh, go with a bus, it is quite expensive, even with a student discount. So I would always prefer my bike or walking because it's also like a really nice combination for uh, some exercise. But I would really uh, stay away from taxis because it is a bit expensive, especially if you're a student. But of course, if uh, there is an emergency or if you really need to get a taxi, especially if you first come to the city and you haven't fixed your bike yet, uh, there might be a small cost in the beginning to use it. But then uh, if you're planning to stay in the city for long term, then it's better to get a bike as soon as possible. Yeah, and bikes are actually something that you can also get secondhand. Uh, this is mostly, I believe, in the Facebook groups that people are selling bikes all the time. But I also would definitely recommend, and this is very important, watch some YouTube videos on how to buy a, a bike secondhand. So there are very short, like 10-minute videos, so you can have a look and they teach you what to check in a secondhand bike to make sure that you're actually buying a bike that will not fall apart within three days um, and I think that is very important so that you know what you're buying because buying a bike new is also a lot more expensive than buying it secondhand so making a good choice is super important but thank you very much Maria and Nadia I think these are some great tips I really hope that uh, they're helpful to anyone who's listening and we'll see you in the next episode of Fika with us thank you very much thank you You've listened to Fika with us, with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guests, Maria and Nadia. I hope these tips were useful, and don't forget to follow Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for Fika again soon.